every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Johnson goes up and over looking for the run of Emil Reese and he's through on goal here. Emil Reese has found the back of the net and it's Peony who take the lead after seven minutes here at the Mazuma and the Shrimps just switched off at the back. It was a ball just up and over the top from Daniel Johnson and it was Emil Reese who ran onto it, drew the keeper and slips it into the far corner of Jockel Anderson's net. Ockham nil, Preston North End one. Ryan Cooney with the throw in into the feet of... Shane McLaughlin it goes and then back to Cooney who's just going to ping a, a nice ball out towards the left hand side but Nahua can't get that instead Reese on the edge of the box battling for oh, it on the keeper has crashed there the ball's been put into the net it's going to be a 2-0 for Preston there was a coming together between Jockel Anderson and Sam Lavelle on the edge of the penalty area there and as the ball just ran loose Reese puts the ball into the empty net it is going to be Morecambe Neil Preston too but that's controversial to say the least that is one of the strange just goals that I've ever ever seen a goal just before half time would be massive it'd be lovely wouldn't it let's hope the reverse commentator's curse is about to strike Matt it's going to be Greg Lee who's definitely going to whip it towards Declan Rudd's goal with his left foot over on the right side it goes referee happy that the two man Preston wall is back 10 yards here it comes whistle goes Lee indeed whips it towards the edge of the six yard box yes come on and Morecambe have scored Get in there! I don't know who got the last touch there. Well, it was a sea of shrimp's bodies. I think it might have been Diagaraga there with the last touch. We'll clear that one up in time, I'm sure. But there were three or four Morecambe bodies on the goal line. Great free kick from Greg Lee. And deep in stoppage time here at the Mazuma. But just before half-time, Morecambe are back in it. It's the Shrimps 1, PE 2. Like we said, just before that ball was whipped in, the perfect time to get a goal back was just then. And I tell you what, listen to this crowd because they are going to be well behind Morecambe going into this second half. Anthony O'Connor it was with the final touch Diagaraga back it goes to Sam Lavelle and then Cooney down the line and then McLaughlin into the feet of Cole Stockton Stockton's in the box Stockton Stockton finds the back of the net and equalises for the strengths on the hour mark Stockton has been coming what a first 15 minutes of the second half it's been as Cole the goal makes it six for the season celebrates with the home fans away to our left hand side in the corner great play down the right side found by Shane McLaughlin and we know all about Paul Stockton's pace we know all about his power and boy oh boy do we know all about his finishing he's buried it into the bottom corner and we're all square it's Morecambe 2 Preston North End 2 play continues with Brad Potts on the edge of the box it's Ledson oh my goodness me found the top corner what a strike from the Preston midfielder Ryan Ledson on the edge of the box and Morecambe are back on terms for just three minutes and sometimes you've just got to say what a finish pick that one out from Ryan Ledson and it's Morecambe 2 PNE 3 
Listen, that was against the run of play. The ever was a goal, but I tell you what, like you say, take your hat off. Absolutely unbelievable strike right into the top left corner. Here come Preston in the box. Brad Potts squares the ball across the area, and it's going to be tapped in at the back post for 4-2 by Seth Vandenberg, and you would have to think that that is probably game set and match the Preston North End. And we just switched off just on that right-hand side for just half a second. And that was all it took for them to get in round the back. Ball across the six-yard box. And almost on the line, it's tapped in by the Liverpool only Seth Vandenbergen with 11 minutes to go here at the Mazuma for all of Morecambe's endeavour, for all of the Shrimps' hard work. It's Morecambe 2, Preston North End 4. There goes the full-time whistle. The Shrimps have given it one heck of a go here against their noisy Lancashire neighbours from the Championship in the form of Preston North End. But we have succumbed to defeat here in the second round of the Carabao Cup. But Morecambe striker John Abidra alongside Matt Smith from the Shrimps media team. John, what do you make of it tonight? We've given it a real go, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. You know, I know the, the gaffer, the, the fans, they'll be proud of the boys today. They gave it all, left it all out there. And that's what you want from your players. You want to, you want them to, to perform well. Um, but of course, you know the the result. Of course, there were two sucker punch goals uh, when we were on top, um, and that's what we will probably analyse. But in terms of performance, that was fantastic. I thought we really certainly when we went 2-0 down I thought we really started to find our groove move through the gears towards half time and, yeah. and we deservedly got back on level terms and that should give Stephen Robinson's men loads of confidence the fact that we were 2-0 down against the championship team and then we got back on level terms definitely you know that's when you see the characters of your of your players and, and, and I'll say that our support had a lot to do with that they were fantastic throughout, throughout the game and uh, we matched that energy and that intensity and uh, this is what we have to do going forward I suppose in terms of League 1 that's our bread and butter it's nice yeah. to have a cup run of course it is but the bread and butter is League 1 we play like we played tonight we're going to be absolutely fine aren't we for sure for sure and you, you could see that the style of play you know is very attractive also on the eye and, and for the players we love to play this way and uh, we're going to make sure that in, in, in the league games that we, we go all out there and, and get those three points. Let's talk about a few of the Shrimps' standout performances, if I may. We need to start with Cole Stockton. Six goals already for Net King Cole. What do you make of his performance tonight? Uh, he, he was fantastic and he's, he's been fantastic. Six and six, you know, as a forward, as a striker. That's what you're there to do, score goals when, when given the chance. And he led the line very well today. And of course, he was given a bit of company in the form of Courtney Doofus on his full debut. And uh, he's not afraid to shoot, is he, Courtney? Definitely, you know, I feel he, he definitely grew into the game, especially in the second half. You saw him um, hit a lot of snapshots. And uh, the more he plays, uh, the more he knows the system, he can, he will, he'll continue to get better into the midfield I thought Shane McLaughlin was my man of the match tonight I thought he was outstanding and a, a superb pass for Cole's goal and he covered literally I think every blade of grass this evening yeah definitely you know he was, he's a box to box midfielder he's very intelligent he, he sniffs out danger and um, that's what the gaffer is always on, on about him you know he's not only the uh, making the forward runs but when we, we need to defend he, he wants him um, um, helping out the defence defen the and uh, it was a great great ball for Cole so in terms of our confidence going forward, on paper it's three straight defeats 
for Stephen Robinson's men, but it's so much more than that given how well we played tonight. Yeah, definitely. You know, I feel Matt said it uh, before. It's very early um, in the season. Uh, we've played, we played against good opposition, played against some good opposition, and we've more than matched uh, matched these teams. And uh, you could just see it today, uh, a championship side. Um, they've had to bring in um, you know different personnel you know some of their main starters in their league so it shows how, how, how well we've done today and that was the key for me wasn't it I think the Preston head coach Frankie McAvoy he, he played a strong team it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a reserve team by any stretch but he did leave a couple of his big championship men on the bench he bought them on because that's how worried he was and that's a, a testament to, to how well we played yeah definitely you know that, the gaffer gets us very well drilled uh, we know our jobs once we step out on the, on the line and uh, you could see it today especially even from the set pieces we were, we were fantastic getting the first first contact on set pieces um, uh, defensively and, and offensively Let's talk about the fans as well John we, we, yeah. we spoke before the game didn't we about how much of a boost when you're on the field that a, 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 a nice big home crowd roaring you on can give and, and that's exactly what every Morecambe fan gave tonight Ah, oh, definitely they were fantastic from a minute I'll say not from minute one from before the, the game started you know I could hear them from here and as a player walking out there that's what you feel you know and it gives you more energy to, to go the extra mile you know when you, you do get tired you know you do go for you know two or three runs and you need to get back so um, no it's, it's been amazing and it's not only today I've, I've seen it throughout this season the contrast between last season where games were being played behind closed doors and, and now it's just it's it's not just on another level it's on a completely different planet entirely yeah no definitely you know it, football showed that you know it, it has to have fans in you know and uh, it's not football without it so um, I'm just glad that you know uh, obviously the government in terms they've moved everything forward and, and we're able to enjoy, enjoy matches together and this was the first of six Morecambe home games in their next seven fixtures in, in League and Cup, the way that the, the calendar has, uh, has been scheduled. So for people who haven't been at the Mazuma tonight, John, what, what are you waiting for? You need to come yeah. and see Robbo's Reds in action if they're going to perform like this. Yeah, that's, and also, like I said, the style of play is very attractive. You know, we're, we're trying to build from the back. Uh, get out wide and if it's not working out wide come inside and, and play uh, play the forwards centre forwards and uh, you could see from, from our goals you know they, they come from patterns patterns of play so um, as long as we're continuing doing this working hard in training we're going to be seeing this a lot more in games almost I suppose it's a matter of principles isn't it and yeah. the one thing with Stephen Robinson even when we went 3-2 down and then we went 4-2 down we didn't just launch it long up to Cole and up to yeah. the big lads I thought we still continued to play keep our shape keep our formation and, and, and that's just the way that he is as a manager I suppose yeah definitely you have to stay true to your system uh, we have a few we have a few systems which we can go to uh, but you could see uh, playing out from the back getting it out wide bringing it back into midfield was working for us and um, you could see it paid off but so many great talking points for Morecambe and so much to be positive about John going into what's another and again it's another pinch yourself moment if you're a Morecambe fan here on Bank Holiday Weekend on Saturday back at the Mazuma the Giants who are Sheffield Wednesday coming to town and we're playing those as equals it's going to be another really difficult game though yeah definitely we know um, Sheffield Wednesday they're on, they're on a good run and um, 
we will have definitely no fear. You know, you could see us today how we how we played against strong opposition, and and we look forward to these games. You know, um, when we speak in in the change room and in, in training, we, we're looking forward to these games coming up. I suppose that's the difference, isn't it, between League Two and League One? Not just in terms of the standard of football, but some of the big names that that play at this level and Sheffield Wednesday being one of them they're going to bring another nearly 2,000 away fans it's going to be a heck of an occasion and a heck of a noise back here at the Mazuma yeah definitely I'm sure the, the fans can't wait for, for that game also and like you said we always have to, to match that energy because they're bringing in a lot of um, a lot of noise and, and, and we love that and finally John we spoke about it during uh, our commentary on Shrimps Live this evening you've still got your leg brace on you uh, yeah Th- theoretically heading and, and <laughs> kicking every single ball and every, enjoying every single second of the action tonight what is the latest on your rehabilitation yeah definitely it's going well um, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of schedule um, this brace comes off um, on Saturday so um, hopefully obviously I'll probably have to wear it for the game that'll be the last time you see it but um, Saturday and then Monday I'll start some running in the pool uh, do pool runs and from there progress to, to the pitch so in terms of your rehab can you see a week two weeks a month six weeks ahead of what what hopefully you're going to keep progressing to yeah definitely now I feel early this stage was uh, probably the the boring stage where you can't really do much in the gym um, but I try and do you know I don't like being um, I have to be active you know um, even though the, the physios will tell me you know um, you have to follow this plan but I love being active and uh, I'm just glad that like you said now I can see um, the end of the tunnel there and um, now I'm looking forward to it and when you finally do get back fit what a squad that you're going to be joining yeah definitely you know and I feel just just being able to see especially from this like bird's eye view yes well from this bird's eye view you could just see the, the patterns and um, I always try and visualize I do a lot of visualizations in, in terms of where I am on the pitch positionally and um, I can see myself um, adding a lot of, of firepower to the team and, and I can't wait for it John will speak to you again on Saturday are you, are you coming to join us at the weekend yeah definitely I'll be Fantastic. here I'll be definitely here the Morecambe striker uh, John Obika alongside us on Shrimps Live John thank you very much enjoy the rest of your week and we'll speak to you again on Saturday Hello and welcome to the Shrimps Verdict podcast here at the Mazuma Stadium a pulsating game of football in the second round of the Carabao Cup finish Morecambe 2 Preston North End for great atmosphere great entertainment fantastic game of football Matt Smith from the Shrimps media team alongside myself Dave Salmon to dissect the action and Matt where do we begin with a game like that? It's difficult isn't it it was uh, it was a great game for the uh, for the neutrals I think um most importantly, we need to acknowledge the fact that the Shrimps did absolutely fantastically, didn't they? Um, they did so well to, to come from two, you know, two goals down. I thought they battled hard. I thought they played with everything that they had. And like we say, they, they did well enough to, to bring it back to 2-2. And unfortunately, it's an absolute worldie of a goal that sets them back again. And I think like Stephen Robinson said in his post-match interview, you've just got to take your hat off to it. You know, it's a, it's a moment of quality from a very, very good player. And then, unfortunately, you know, the game gets killed off from... Uh, you know, not the best defending from ourselves, but Preston were always going to have those those moments. They were always going to find a way, weren't they? So, um, yeah, disappointing in terms of, of not getting the result I think we deserved, but the overwhelming feeling has got to be pride. The Mazuma absolutely rocking tonight, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was. And uh, it's just, it's, it's exciting more than anything. You know, you look at the, the big games we've got coming up, obviously starting with Sheffield Wednesday on, on Saturday. Uh, I'm fully expecting more um, in terms of crowd size than, than what we had tonight so I think 
if tonight is anything to go off, then it's it's absolutely huge. And full credit to the fans. They, they didn't stop singing all night despite the scoreline. And, and I think that tells you what this football club means to the fans. So, yeah, it, it was brilliant to, to see and, and witness. After the game here at the Mazuma, we caught up for his post-match reaction with Morecambe manager Stephen Robinson. Yeah, the performance was was top class. Um, I don't think anybody would have known who was the championship side there, who was the, the League One side. Um, but ultimately, we've lost the game, so you know that's all that really matters in the end. We conceded four goals, so we don't deserve to win the game. There's a lot of positive play. I think the difference between tonight and Saturday was the amount of final third entries we had. After a good play, we created lots of chances and made them work to defend. So that's a positive. I thought the boys in midfield were excellent and we passed the ball really well. You know, we showed great composure, way above our level. Um, but ultimately, we've lost the game, so it's it's disappointing. I thought we matched them for. Probably the last five minutes was the only time we didn't match them when we, we ran out of steam. I, I thought we we were the ones that were taking the game to them. I thought we were very, very positive. The the first goal hits his backside as he's running through. goes right into his path, so they get a little bit of luck with that. And the second one's an absolute freak. Freak goal. They collide, and you know, it's not often you see goals like that. So. But the character the boys showed to, to fight back, you know, to come back 2-1 and then 2-all. And the third goal kills it. You know, you have to hold your hands up to the strike. It's a, it's a magnificent strike. And... Um, you know that shows when you're playing against that quality you can't give them time and space on the edge of the box and the fourth goal is disappointing because we didn't stay with the runner um, so that's something we can control if we play like that and have an end product like we did you know Cole scores a, a third goal that's disallowed we're, we're creating chances you know Courtney's looked very very good that was the first time he's played out wide in a 4-3-3 and you know he gives us another option so um, we certainly looked at threats tonight there was a lot of positive play and you know, again, the fans see what the boys are doing. They're they're running their socks off. We tired in the last ten minutes. You know, there's there's no doubt about that. But as I say, I think the third goal took the the steam out of our our seals really. You know, we have to get goals throughout the team. The midfielders have to score goals. I want more from the wide players. You know, we're we're getting into good areas and I'm demanding more of an end product from them. And you know, hopefully that'll come. There's a reason why players are at Morecambe. You know, lots and lots of talent. If we can get the end product out of them, then they'll play at higher levels. I'm just I'm disappointed for everyone that was here because they got behind us so much. We get the second goal, the momentum's all ours. We're taking the game to them and it's in the third goal. As I said, you hold your hands up, it's a, it's a superb strike into the top corner. No keeper in the world is safe on that. But um, it, we just that we lost our momentum then a little bit and stopped passing the ball for five or ten minutes. So, listen, there's, there's lessons to be learned. We came into the game and if the third goal had a stood, it could have been interesting, but ultimately it wasn't to be. It's been a long time since Morecambe had that kind of atmosphere and that kind of backing. And there's a belief in the players, I think, when fans are turning up now. They believe we're going to compete, we're going to play good football. I think the brand of football's changed completely. And it's exciting to watch. You know, if I'm coming to watch football, I'm, I'm wanting to come and watch us play. We're creating chances. We've got some very, very good young players. Um, and the magnificent Tombs in the midfield as well, who's superb again tonight. So if I'm a Morecambe fan at the minute, I'm enjoying watching football. But as the Morecambe manager, um, I like winning football matches, so we have to turn the performances into results. Just a word on injuries, Stephen. We're obviously short in goal. Jockel had a bit of a bang, to say the least. Is he OK and are we OK in goal? He seems OK. Um, I know Barry's face went a bit white when um, he went down so early in Orbis, maybe a bit longer than we wanted, so we'll, we'll assess him on Wednesday um, and see where he is, but we're, we're hopefully be OK for the weekend. rest of the injuries, Aaron, Liam Gibson, are they close to? Both hopefully be available. Aaron will definitely be available. Randall Delaney will be... Um, fully fit we put him on the bench Saturday without him being 100% um, but yeah we've got lots of options to pick from Saturday but I feel the boys that, that played there tonight and I always say to them you pick yourselves with performances like that I don't pick it it's only the 6 out of 10s I have to make the decisions on and there's a lot of really really 8 out of 10 performances there that they, they stay on the team they've earned that right and we'll see where we go with it
and we've got a lot of home games coming up. Six of the next seven or five of the next six are at home. So plenty of opportunities to get some good points on the board and really make the Mazuma a fortress. Yeah, certainly. You know, uh, it's an atmosphere like that every week and they get behind the boys. It certainly drives them forward. And I think credit to the players. They've went 1-0 down in both games and fought back, came back again. And you know, they're pressing a very good side. The size of their squad, their budget, the size of the football club uh, as a whole. You know, for, for Morecambe to be, for me, I thought we were the better team throughout. Um, as I say, bar, bar perhaps the last 10 minutes when we tired a little bit. It looked like when, when we got it back to 2-2, it was there for the taking. It, it, we, we really had them on the ropes and they had to bring on some of their big championship players to, to t- try and shore things up and see the game out. Yeah, I think the, the team that started with showed a lot of respect to us. They've obviously watched us and know we're a decent side. Um, they have that luxury of bringing top footballers on and you know, they should come here, they should win the game. There shouldn't even be a question about it. And We, we made a good game of it, not you know, ultimately not quite enough to, to take it through to the next round, but there's a heck of a lot of positives from that game tonight. And final one from me, Stephen, just a word on the international call-ups. I think it's completely unheard of that little old Morecambe have had a, ever had a, a game called up uh, called off with international call but uh, you must be very proud of, uh, of the boys that have got the nod yeah hopefully you know it shows the direction the club's going in and we're able to attract really good under 21 international players in Josh Alfie and Yoko um, you know and they, they both came out I mean I thought Alfie McCombe was brilliant tonight I thought it was his best performance for Morecambe um, Yoko's been outstanding for us as well so you know, Josh is still a young boy learning the game with loads of talent and he'll get better and better. But to have that international recognition at Morecambe, it's, it's certainly taking the club forward. Also on post-match duties was Shrimps midfielder Alfie McCalmont. Yeah, I thought we showed a good account of ourselves there, to be fair. Uh, thought we dominated the game, especially in the first half, kept the ball well. But, um, showed good character from going 2 nil down, getting that goal just before half-time and the fans giving us that lift. Really pushed us on the start of the second half and it showed, uh, came up brightly and then got the second goal. Uh, the third goal, I felt it's obviously it's a brilliant goal, not much to do. And then the fourth kind of switched off and it's killed us off. But from what the gaffer said after the game, it's really uh, put a good showing out. And if we play like that this season in League One, will uh, will be will be good. But yeah, we've just got stuff like to work on, like switching off from throw-ins and stuff. If we uh, work on that, we won't we won't concede these these sloppy goals. Obviously, we just scored and they scored and that obviously won the goal straight after because we have a kick in the teeth. Um, I feel, still thought as a team we could we we, we pushed on um, the fourth goal and like I so said, we switched off from the throw-in and the lads just coming on the back. Um, and that's kind of killed us off really. But like I said, I'm proud of the I'm proud of the boys and the managers. Proud of the boys. Always showed a good good account on ourselves. And like I said again, the fans like from the night it was through to the night minutes pushed us all the way. And they are a really really credit to the club and to themselves. The way we play, the manager keeping the ball like we did. We had we had a lot of the ball. We'll create chances. Um, worked more in training, getting the ball into the box. Final final third, making sure the balls in the box was that who we're gonna score. Um, there we could have had he could have had a second at the end, but it was just offside. But that's what I mean. We'll, we'll push right to the end and we'll give it our all. And we also caught a quick word with the Preston North End head coach Frankie McAvoy. Uh, and even I, I, we both were two up. You know, credit to Morecambe as I said to you, they were coming, they were keep coming, putting balls forward, making it tough for us. Uh, and obviously they get a goal, but obviously it's offside. But for me, it was a fantastic cup tie. I, I had to ask the boys, you know, we come here, we're going to try and win the game. Uh, and credit to them, that's what we've done. But it was a tough night. 2-2. Two, two. We, were, we were under a bit of pressure, weren't we? And they've stepped up. Uh, and the goal for Ryan, the link-up, you know, for Sean and the enemy, what he said, Ryan, for the goal, was magnificent. And sometimes when, you, when you're faced with a bit of adversity, you're 2-0 up, you know, as I said to you, 
we should see the game out. We, we can see the sloppy goal right in half time, and then we can see the one. I think it's about 15, 20 minutes into the second half that it becomes difficult. The momentum could probably swing, but credit to our lads. I think they stood up and we counted, uh, and they've managed to see the game out, which is for me is the most pleasing thing. So Stephen in his post-match there, Matt, proud of his players, you can tell that, but ultimately gutted that we've uh, that we've lost a great game of football. Yeah, um, and we said on commentary that he, he would be proud and, and why wouldn't he be? Um, ultimately, he's here to win football matches and, and that's what he wants more than anything. So he's going to be disappointed, of course he is. But I think when the dust settles a little bit, I think, like we say, he'll be nothing but, but proud of what his, his players showed tonight. And I think he touched on it himself that uh, in terms of the atmosphere and the crowd, it was amazing to have them all, all here and, and witnessing a great performance. But ultimately, they, they witnessed a loss, unfortunately. So, yeah, he's, 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 he's a football manager and a very good one at that. So he's, he's bound to be disappointed to lose. But uh, it, can be, it can certainly be very, very happy with uh, what he's seen from his side tonight. And as Alfie said in his uh, post-match, we gave them one heck of a game. We did, and, and uh, as individually, I think Alfie was absolutely brilliant. You know, the gaffer said in his interview that it was his best performance in a Morecambe shirt so far, and I'm inclined to agree. I think Alfie was terrific, and, you know, like he said, every single player did a bit and, and uh, caused Preston North End problems, and, um, you know, Preston will know that they've been in the game tonight, and, and that's down to each Morecambe player putting in their all, and that's exactly what they did, I think, from the first minute. We'll talk about the nuts and bolts of the game in just a second, mate, if we may. But it was very interesting, I thought, when uh, the, the Preston head coach, uh, Frankie McAvoy, he was full of praise for Morecambe, quite rightly so. And uh, I think the best compliment that he could have paid the Shrimps was the fact that he started with a very strong team. Yes, they've got a couple of issues with, issues with people self-isolating, one or two injuries as well. But he did start with a good team and he brought some championship quality off the bench as well to, to see the game through. Yeah, it says it all, doesn't it? Um... I know, historically speaking, there's there's almost uh, an expectation for for the bigger clubs to, you know, rotate heavily and and uh, you know drop a few key players um, in terms of focusing more on, on on the leagues. Whereas, like you say, Frankie McAvoy started a very strong side tonight, and um, he, he brought on some pretty key players, which we think it was due to being worried about what Morecambe could offer. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, Respect to, to obviously Frankie and, and the Preston lads for um, for fielding such a strong side and um, the biggest compliment we can pay to Morecambe is that they, they matched them for large portions if not most of the game so um, really positive signs I think to take from tonight Let's talk about the game then Matt first goal seven and a half minutes in slightly fortuitously the way, the way it uh, fell to Emil Reese came off his backside or the back of his arm fell nicely he was clean through one on one lovely finish but we just switched off for that just millisecond and that's all it took yeah I think the biggest part of the first goal was like you say just a stroke of luck for Preston I think if it doesn't fall the way it does then I fully expect it to be cleared and, and like you say unfortunately it did fall the way it did and it, uh, it gave the lad a clear run on goal and when you're a striker you fully back yourself to, to finish when you're one on one especially from the angle you look to curl it into the far post and that's exactly what he did um, so yeah, it was uh, it was a disappointing start to the game, and um, you, you couldn't blame Morecambe if they were to you know let their heads drop and, and think is it going to be one of them nights. But as we know, that's not what happened at all, um, and, and we kind of fought back quite well until the absolute freak of the second goal. 
and it was an absolute free to talk about. Look, Matt, it's not very often that two of your own team collide with each other and the ball fell nicely for him to tap it into the empty net. I think we said in commentary, didn't we, that could the referee have stopped the game? Potential head injury to the goalkeeper. But I think as Morecambe striker John Obika quite rightly pointed out, it's professional football. You put the ball in the net and then you make the official make the decision. Ultimately, it was a goal. It was the right decision to, to award the goal, obviously. But we're not going to concede many freak goals like that. But it was really disappointing that that, would, that made it 2-0. Yeah, it was disappointing, especially... Um... You know, the Shrimps were looking to get back into the game after going 1-0 down. So to concede in the manner that we did for the second was uh, was very disappointing. I've, I've just seen it back actually on the TVs and it's just it's so many different things. You know, you, you fully expect us to clear the long ball over the top and, and the fact that it looks like Jockel has it and then collides with Sam Lavelle. And then, you know, to add insult to injury, the ball literally rolls out right into the path of, of the lad who's got an open goal. So... We talk about needing luck at times and unfortunately the luck was completely against us with, in, in that respect. And yeah, I, I said in, in, in commentary that some teams might have um, you know, been a bit more sportsman, uh, sportsman-like in terms of um, not scoring the goal, but you know, you, there's nothing against the lad. He, like we say, he's a professional footballer. His job is to put the ball in the back of the net, so no hard feelings at all t- towards him for, for doing just that. And um, yeah, like we say, it was just a freak goal and hopefully we don't see too many of them across the season. Absolutely not. But uh, it is, it's uh, actually Jockel Anderson's birthday. Well, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's today. Later in the week, it was on Wednesday. Uh, happy 20th birthday to uh, Jockel. And luckily, he's OK as well, because obviously with Kyle Leather and still, uh, still injured, then uh, we, we need him for Saturday. 2-0 down then, Matt. We came roaring back, though, either side of half-time. We did. And, and uh, I know we touched on it and... I'd, I'd half like to claim the assist because I did say at the time that it would be great to, to get the goal when we did and um, Greg Lee who, who as we all know has got an absolute wicked delivery and uh, he found Anthony O'Connor at the back post and you know the, the big man from the back um, made no mistake from close range and that was just what we needed at the time you know moments before the half time break 2-0 down if there's ever a time to score a goal to get back into a game it's then and unfortunately for us half time came at the wrong time because you know, in the minute or two that followed the, uh, the the first goal back, we looked absolutely fantastic and Preston didn't know how to handle us. So, um, yeah, it was a great way to end the half and unfortunately we were able to carry that momentum through to the second half. And what a goal from uh, Net King Cole. Yeah. Again. Yeah, uh, I think I, I got a tad excited in commentary. I think my voice broke because I was just screaming Cole. <laughs> finally, Martin. Matt. Fine. 26 years old, it's finally <laughs> broken. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that's what he does. He's such an exciting player to watch, isn't he? Everything that he's touching at the minute is going in the back of the net. And he's it's, it's just, he's a man on fire. And um, we're so lucky to have him at the club. And, uh, you know, I think I was speaking to Ryan Daly afterwards. And it's almost that feeling of, Whenever he gets into a you know into a, a difficult position for the opposition, you just know that all it takes is is a clean connection and it's going to end up in the back of the net. And that's testament to the way he's playing and the hard work he's putting in. So, yeah, that's what is it six and seven I think now for six and six six and six. Mm. It's just an unbelievable turnaround, isn't it? So full credit to Cole and, and hopefully it continues. And I don't see why it wouldn't. We ran out of steam in the last ten minutes. It's fair to say we'd given it absolutely. Everything that we had competed so well. 
the fourth goal, OK, we were tired and we'd committed men forward at 3-2 to try and get back into the game. They got round the back and, and tapped it in at the back post. But their third goal from Ryan Ledson, what a strike that was. Unbelievable goal. Um, they could well have seen their goal of the season already. It was a, it was a world of a strike. And like Stephen Robinson said, you just got to take your hat off. It was it was one of them where you just think fair play, round of applause. You know, what, what a fantastic uh, finish from from a, a quality player that we all know what he's capable of um, and, and in terms of the fourth like you say it was conceded in relatively disappointing fashion but there'd be something wrong if you're 3-2 down in a game and you're not committing bodies forward to, to chase you know an equaliser so it, it's disappointing but at the same time you'd rather concede a goal whilst chasing that equaliser rather than just sitting back and, and not really posing much of a threat to the opposition. So, yeah, it was, um, like we said, disappointing not to win, but full of pride for, for, for the lads for the shift they put in. Because even after, you know, they got the, the fourth goal, like I said before, it would be fully natural almost that you'd expect heads to drop and think, right, it's game over. But it wasn't the case, you know. You've got big lads like Tumani and, and, and Adam Phillips in the, in the middle of the park stirring the team on and, and we were battling up until the final whistle and, and you know, there was a, a difference of two goals there. And that says a lot about our character, I think. I thought the whole of the midfield was great, actually. My man of the match, personally, was Shane McLaughlin. I thought he covered every blade of grass. I remember one run he did, he was inside their six-yard box and he, he ran the full length of the field to get a block in inside our six-yard box, set Cole Stockton up for his goal as well. I thought he was absolutely uh, terrific. Who was your man of the match, Matt? For me, it was Alfie, Alfie McCalmont. I thought uh, he's had quite a bright start to his Morecambe mm. career, but um, I have to agree with Stephen Robinson when we say that tonight it was, uh, it was just different class. Um, but again, it was another difficult decision in terms of picking my man of the match. And I think that tells you a lot you know, the lads that uh, that Robinson's picking, um, despite rotating here and there, every single player is doing their part and uh, and looking a threat. And that's what you want, isn't it? Especially when we're new to, to, to League One. So, yeah, I thought Alfie was terrific, but um, a lot of other lads really played their part tonight. One thing that we do need to cut out is the silly mistakes at the back. It cost us against Gillingham on Saturday. It's cost us a couple of goals tonight as well. And a quality side like Sheffield Wednesday here at the Mazuma on Saturday. How electric is the atmosphere going to be, first and foremost? But a quality team like Sheffield Wednesday, we've got to make sure we're mega, mega tight at the weekend. Yeah, the atmosphere will be brilliant. Um, it will be an absolute... Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we were too far from a sellout. Um, and yeah, you know, Sheffield Wednesday are a quality side. They've had a brilliant start to the season. And that's something that I've no doubt you know, the gaffer will be drilling into the players that if, if you make any any kind of mistake against a team with that quality, they are going to punish you. So hopefully that will, um, you know, that will resonate in the minds of the players and, and we can, like you say, cut out those little mistakes and, and look to, to, to focus more on our quality rather than, than our mistakes. And hopefully better news, injuries-wise, hopefully Jockel's going to be OK. I think he's, he's going to be fine. So uh, the gaffer said, might have Aaron Wildig back might have Liam Gibson back in the mix on Saturday, so things are looking a bit brighter. Yeah, you know, despite the, the torrid time that we've had in terms of injuries since the start of the season, we are lucky in the respect that most of the injuries that we have picked up have been very minor. And, um, you know, like we said in commentary, we have got quality players in the mix at the minute and we've just got more to come into the uh, into the fold when they do come back from injury the likes of Delaney, Gibbo, Aaron Wildig it's going to be really exciting when you know those players are all available as well so yeah it's um, 
Someone's an upwards, I think, for Morecambe. Can't wait for Saturday, Matt. I don't know about you. Nah, I can't wait. No, it's uh, it's going to be a, an incredible occasion for, for everyone involved. You know, the fans will be really excited, and as they should be, but also the players, the staff, both on and off the field. It's uh, it's going to be a, a momentous occasion, and uh, hopefully one we can uh, we can remember for a long time with a, a good result. Can't wait for the weekend. Matt Smith from the Shrimps Media Team, thank you very much indeed. We'll speak to you again uh, in commentary and, of course, in uh, the Shrimps Verdict podcast after the game on Saturday. So do join us at the weekend. We'll be live on Beyond Radio on 103.5 and 107.5 FM across North Lancashire from 2.45 and, of course, via the iFollow Shrimps platform as well at morecambefc.com for team news, the build-up, and what an occasion it's going to be. Yes, another. So many coming up during the season. I cannot wait for this one, though. Morecambe hosting Sheffield Wednesday here at the Mazuma Stadium. You can always join in the conversation as well on Twitter. Hashtag Shrimps Live. Or you can text us 07399 Full match commentary then on Shrimps Live on Saturday. We'll speak to you then. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.